It's only just begun. Have you ever seen lightning strike twice? Well, now you have a Said, I'm just getting more comfortable in here every time. And you know, you're going to be seeing a lot more of me. Ray Longo, Matt Sarah, Matt Arroyo. I'm nothing without my team. Matt, the Steamroller Ribola. Next UFC fight will indeed be for the undisputed UFC middleweight title. Alex Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous! Listen to me, we're out of here! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We have a very packed show today, Matt. Uh, we have Molly McCann, who will be joining us in a moment or two. Matt Frivola, who I know is a good buddy of yours. And Alex Pajeda, of course, fighting for the middleweight championship, uh, the main event this Saturday at the Garden. I cannot wait for UFC 281. Are you going? No. Um, this is the first one I'm going to. I'm taking my nephew. I haven't been in years. That's good. It's been because of the pandemic. I didn't go and I was out of been touring. So yeah, I can't wait to get to a live event again. I kind of planned on going with you. And then I heard you going with your nephew. And then I'm like, oh, well, Jimmy's going to say, man, me and you and my nephew can go. And then all of a sudden I didn't get a, a, a invite. So I guess, you know what? I'm getting a little um, spoiled because I watched the last one with you. I know. You're like, you just want to watch it with me, and then you don't, and I get I get sad. I would rather go with you. I'd rather go with you and him because I'll get better tickets if I'm with you. I guarantee. I know he's blood, and I know this is extremely immature. There's a boat sinking. Who would you go to rescue? Um, Voss. We got Molly McCann today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Molly in. Yeah, Molly McCann. Who we love, uh, two uh, spinning elbow wins in a row, which is kind of crazy, fighting Aaron Blanchfield uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, she's a very fast rising star, and Blanchfield's 9-1, and one, so this is going to be a great matchup. This whole card is good, man. I, I am very, very psyched. She's very good in jiu-jitsu, Aaron. Aaron uh, yes, Blanchfield. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Edgar's fight, uh, last fight, is he's retiring after this, which is kind of uh, depressing, but I'm happy that he's going out the way he wants, fighting in New York. Mm. Wow, there are some good fights. We're going to go over the whole damn card. Dude, Ryan Spann against Dominic Reyes is on the prelims. How fucking crazy is that? I don't even want to look at it yet. Uh, Riddell against Hanada Makano uh, is the, uh, the the final fight. I, I, say, I don't want to say the main fight of the prelims. This is a, a tremendous card. Well, let's do... Oh, Brad Riddell versus Hanada Makano. Yeah. It means no worries. And Matt is fighting uh, Ottoman uh, Azaiter. That's right. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be exciting. And we're going to talk to him. But first, yeah. let's bring in Miley McCann. Yeah, let's bring him. There she is. Oh, look at this one. Hi, Molly. We've been waiting here, Molly. So have I. Hi, guys. Molly, we were talking about you last night, me. And my friends, oh, damn right, you're in New York City. Nova. Guess where I was last night, Molly? At your stomping grounds, Mateo's. I didn't have orange soda, but I went, if you, if you look on my Instagram, we were at Mateo's, me and my squad. Of course, Abe, who found you your orange soda that you like so much. And we were saying, yo, last, the last time we were here, well, that one time we were here, we go there a lot. With Molly and Dean Thomas. What a fucking good time. Where's, where's Mateo's? It's in Huntington, Long Island, Jimmy. And I'll tell you, Molly, if Jimmy would have took you out, Olive Garden, let me tell you, it's not the same thing. It's not the same oh. fucking thing. He'll take oh, you. Me. Listen, he talks about the breadsticks. Listen, Olive Garden and Mateo's, it's not the fucking same thing. Levels, Matt. 
There's levels. There is levels. Speaking of levels, we're going to segue. Yes, yeah, beautiful. What if you slip? God, you are such a, you are so dynamic. You are so, you scare Jimmy Bird when you fight. Yes. What if you slip and she ends up on top? What the fuck's going to happen? Molly. Do you want me to tell you what happens? How's the car? Look at my shirt. Arm bars. May the force be with you. I, this is a, I, this is not a very, this is an embarrassing shirt. I don't really wear this out, but I wear it when I, God, I like to take limbs. What happens, Molly? It's a fair question. He's right. What does happen if you slip? Yes. Yeah. What happens is if I'm in half guard, I get a full guard to get up. I take the back or I wake for a triangle, wake for an arm bar, get up. Um, what happens if she's inside? I stop and progress into half to mount. What happens if she takes me down to the cage? The stuff, get up, get out. What happens if she holds me against the cage and I gate the wrestling, push her off, get out? That's what I do, lad. That's what I'm trained to do. Interesting. The way you, I'm sorry, Ma, the way you just said that to you, like you, you had like a, a, a very specific answer for each. As a fighter, I know you know that, but when you're training for someone who is as good on the ground as she is, are they are they drilling this into your head so it's almost automatic, like step one, step two, step three, just so it, it's there, or are you just saying that because you know it? No, so do you know, we've got systems in place now where I learn better with a system. So in striking, I had a striking system. If you look at anyone in our gym now, we have a system from the floor to the cage up. Um, and I, I believe for like the last year, I've been drilling that system and I know it. So remember, Matt, last time we spoke, you was like this girl had Baldy on the floor. She's this, she's that, she's the other. She didn't get me there because the system against the wall worked and I got out. I dropped her nearly. She held onto the leg, went for some leg lock, pushed her off, got up, told her to get up, elbows are facing. Um, I'm not just a one-dimensional fighter anymore. I'm not just hands. I'm not just knees and elbows. I, I am a mixed martial artist now. And um, I'm only looking to go to the top. I'm only looking to fight Shevchenko. So if I can't beat you, Erin Blanchfield, I don't deserve to be thinking I can fight for the title, so. Right. We want to level up. Um, I don't even see it as, um, it's nothing I'm apprehensive about. I've started in those, you know, she's a killer on the floor. She's fucking sick, but I've started there every day in camp and I'm up, lads. I'm fucking up. And yeah, the top, I mean, you fight the top of the division. You're going to have to fight all style. There's no way to, I mean, there are people who will try to, structure their fights so they get the comfortable styles but that always winds up biting somebody uh because if you're a welterweight and you don't like fighting you know wrestlers well you're in a lot of trouble you're not going to ever win the the championship so yeah that's a smart attitude to have that if you can't beat her you don't deserve a shot at the title right now mm -hmm. yeah look i learned someone said today oh she's the best grappler she thinks she's far superior but she's not jillian robertson she doesn't get you to the floor take the back and you get like finish them fights she holds you there she waits for you to to mess up and i'm not going to she's not talia santos um what she is is she's like a big heavy bag and she restricts controls and she doesn't do much damage she's not a finisher so what i've been preparing for is a grueling free round Worst case scenario, it goes the whole way. I have to stuff, strike, stuff, strike, get up, strike. Um, I always practice the worst case scenarios, just like I always practice the best case. And it's good that you're fighting right off. You know, your last fight was Hannah Goldie. And she's she's a powerful chick, man. And she wanted to get a hold of you. And that did not work out well, like you said, you know. So it's so great when you have that answer, like what Jimmy said. You gave... Boom, boom, boom. You cross-eyed in full guard. I get the half guard. I get the full guard. I get, you know what you're talking about, your system. It would have been pretty shitty if you're like, ah, I'll sprawl. I would have been like, oh, <laughs> you might be in trouble here. She wants to sprawl. But that's good. Yeah, buddy. look, I'd be naive to think that she is. Anyone now, Matt, if they feel my power, will probably look to take down. Um, so I'd be naive not to, to, to have a plan B and a plan C. But I've brought out... Olympic squad wrestlers for this camp. I brought out world class kickboxers. I, I'm not sure if you know. She's called um, Victoria Anthony. She's a she just left um, the US national team. She's doing MMA now. I brought her out for a bit. She's in San Diego. 
Um, she's, she's out there. So I brought her over. I've done as many rounds as I can possibly do. And I'm levelling up every fight. Do you know what I mean, Matt? I'm not just... Um, I'm going to punch your head. And I'm not even this loud mouth anymore, Matt. There's no bravado. I'm just working hard. And I just want it. I just want to win, lads. I just want to win. And I'm going to do it. I just promise you. I'm just... If there's any doubters, they won't doubt me. And even if it turns into a bit of an Usman and um, Leon Edwards, I know I've got that in me. I know I could, worst case scenario, two rounds down. She's not going to have the lungs. She's not going to have the muscles to keep me down in that fade because I'm not letting me City down. I'm not letting Liverpool down. I'm not letting England down. I'm not letting Ireland down. I'm not letting myself down. The um the the elbows you've thrown in the last two fights, which that Carolina, I mean that that's one of the most devastating knockouts I've ever seen. It was just, it was a pure unconscious. It was beautiful, and then uh, against uh, Goldie, was that something you had practiced, or was it something that you did in that third round and then said, "I'm going to try this again"? No, it's if you watch me drill in the gym, I spin all the time, and when I spin. It would be either be a back fist, a back kick, or a back elbow, range dependent. But I don't land it in training because I don't want it into my training partner. So I leave either for the for the fight night. But um, I'm not really thinking about it needs to come every fight. If I missed it, if I make a wrong step, she can capitalize and take me back um, in this fight. So um, it's a sacrifice throw, really, but as a strike. Do you know what I mean? Especially when you're against the grappler. But I I found a formula that works. And if the opportunity presents itself, I'll take it. And if it doesn't, then I don't need to throw it out. I'll, I'll bring it out in another fight. Um, it's not me, Hail Mary. I don't need to rely on it. But if I need to finish the fight, if there's a minute left and I could be down two rounds, then you best believe it's coming out. I'll ask both of you this question because the most famous spinning back fist that missed uh, was Chael against uh, Anderson Silva too. And that really, it cost Chael the fight uh, because he fell. When you're fighting as such a good ground fighter, is a spinning attack more, more of a risk because of the fact they can duck and grab you? Is that something that you're a little bit more cautious of against somebody who's so dangerous on the ground? Last time you interviewed me, Matt said this was the hardest grappler I'd I'd faced in Hannah Goldie. She was no slouch. And I still had the kahunis to throw it. <laughs> yeah. um, if I know it's going to land, then I'm going to go for it. If, if it's not, I, I'm, I'm elevating in my fight IQ where I don't throw to miss or I'm not just trying to get them out of here. Obviously, when I fought Luana, I had to put the fucking pace on it because she was that big. But um, no, it, it'll be a calculated fight on Saturday. I'll take my time, I'll be patient. And if she wants to engage in the grappling, I'll anti-grapple, I'll come back. But it could also be I surprise her and myself when I'm in there. So with the grappling is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Jimmy, just to add in on that, like it would, I got, I have the bragging rights of being stopped with the very first back fist in the UFC by Shoney Carter ages, like, dude, 2001. I don't think Molly was born. It was ages ago. But, uh, you know, it's, and then I fought him in the rematch. I got caught with a couple other ones. When you're a grappler, let's say if he leaves his leg up and you go to grab the leg because you want to get a hold of him, if they drop the leg to the side, if the, the leg, they drop the leg off, Boom, your head's right there. So if a guy's just trying to get a hold of you, there's a lot of setups. I'll watch those fights now, and I see it from a mile away. A mile away, you know? But I clocked in my sparring since then. But if a person's just trying to get a hold of you, if there's some setups where you leave the leg, you drop it when they hold, and so the back fist isn't as risky, I think, as you think, Jimmy. Okay. So And guys will do that, or, or fighters will do that, where they'll leave a trap for you, like leave your le their leg a certain way, knowing you're going to rush in because that's 90% yeah. of what you do. And oh, then I, drop I did elbow. that shit like a moron like three times. <laughs> Thank goodness I got a yeah. mule on me. You've learned. I've got, I've got some traps set. Um, I know her fighting style. I know how she's going to be. If I didn't counter her strength, then I'd be foolish. So I was going to ask about MSG. What do you think about you fought there before or no, Molly? No, I came. Do you remember when I met you? Um, I went to the to the fight after that. Um, Amanda Serrano for Katie Taylor. So I went and watched the boxing, and um, it it was sick. 
it was it's everything I've ever dreamed of um since I was a little kid and I was boxing it's always MSG you watch your Miguel Cotto's your Muhammad Ali's right your Dempsey's yeah your Conor McGregor's your your Katie Taylor's I've seen them all in there in, in both combat sports and it's something what you'd aspire to be I've asked Mick Maynard nine ten times please can I have MSG please can I have MSG and he's given but I don't see it as <gasps> MSG um I fought in Vegas twice, Boston once, South Carolina once. It's America. It's not MSG. You know, I've fought away from home. I've been, I fought in Brazil against the Brazilian. Look, I'm, I, you know me, there's one thing you can count on is I'm going to always bring it, no matter how the occasion, how big it is. So. Yeah, the New York crowd, New Yorkers love you, Molly. I, I think you, your attitude, it resonates with me and my people out here. Ain't that right? We're the same. It, look, we, we've had to face so much oppression, so much poverty. If you don't work, if you don't graft, you're not going to survive. Do you know what I mean? You're just not. And I think we're all funny. We all use humour to get by. When we train, we train like fucking animals. And the second that we're done, let's go and get some food. And I represent England and Ireland, so some fights are be England, some fights are be Ireland, so... I bought $40,000 worth of tickets and I've sold them all. So we're going to have some fucking Irish scouts in there. Molly, 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 Molly. <laughs> hey, you know, as a fighter, I particularly, you know, people, you can tell us the fuck off because people, when they ask me about another fighter, when I got somebody in front of me, I'd be like, I don't even want to entertain it. But Miranda Maverick has been calling you out. So let's say things go right. What are we now? This girl thinks she's gonna take you down and just smoke you like a joint. What do you think about? I mean, why do people think, oh, she's so dangerous? I'll just take her down. It's not that fucking easy. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know when um Jillian Robertson was scheduled to fight Miranda? And it, and I was in, I'd done that fight week with Jillian. And when the fight got cancelled because Jillian was sick, asked Dean Thomas, I said to Dean, ask McMaynard, I'll fight. This was on the Saturday fight day. I went, I'll fight her, I'll fight her. And Mick said, you can't, the commission won't allow it because it's on the day. So I said, fine. So I've never I've never dodged there. We spoke to each other, very cordial. If I've ever got the time and our schedules align, that's fine. And then she had a fight. And then after me big win, she came for me. And then after the last one, she came again. And I was drunk in the press conference. And I was like... Why are you fucking saying my name again? Just let me have this moment. Yeah. Can I just please have this moment? I've had the toughest fucking career. Stop trying to latch on. And then um, I was like, fine, if you want fucking, I'll fucking fuck you, whatever. That even fight you, she'll fuck her. <laughs> well, that's what we say in England. If I'm going to knock you out, I'm going to fuck you. I love it. Then she was like, yeah, my husband wasn't too happy. And I was like, whatever. So, and then um, she said it again on the weekends, listen, I only fight what's in front of me. I only fight who's in front of me. So if she's not ranked above me, why should I fight her? Well, you. Ah, you got nothing to prove, Molly. Take out whoever's got who's in front of you. And Jimmy says he wants to fuck me all the time. I thought it was an English thing, too. I didn't know what he was saying. Jimmy, cut the shit with that, will you please? Well, it's just fun. I mean, that's how we that's why we have such a fun show together. We just we have that tension. Sexual tension. <laughs> no, I just like making him uncomfortable. <laughs> it just makes me happy. <laughs> the latter. The latter. I just like Matt to be uncomfortable. By the way, when you're in New York, do you, do you do anything that's out of the ordinary here? Sometimes people just stay in the hotel or uh, I mean, it is New York. It's probably more interesting than a lot of places. No, listen, I've been to New York about six or seven times. Um, I got in on Saturday, I stayed in Brooklyn for two days, checked in here Monday. Um, I've took my team round everywhere I can take them, done the Brooklyn Bridge, done all the sightseeing, took them to 9-11 just to, to pay a bit of respects, um, done loads of stuff with Barstool. Um, we're active, we're going to the basketball in like three hours, going to go and watch the Knicks and the Nets. I've only got four pounds of cup boys, so I'm like, I'm literally, I'm literally eating pasta. Oh, now you get me hungry. Yeah, let's go. She's a Let's dude. fucking go. Let's fucking go, Molly. Listen, Jimmy, there's nothing else to say. She's ready. 
She's fucking ready. Yeah, if you're eating that week of fight, that's pretty amazing. Hey, do you know what? I'm just fucking buzzing. Do you know when you asked me that question? And um, the whole, like, year's worth of work. Boom, boom, boom. Systematically correct. If one doesn't work, switch to another. I couldn't be more ready than I am. So it's all it comes down to who turns up on the night because my skill set can outbeat her and his can outbeat me if applied correctly, if one of us makes a mistake. So I'm fucking coming. How much better do you feel too? You said you're now you're a complete MMA fighter more just because of the way you've been training. How much better does that feel? How much more confidence does that give you going in knowing that this weapon that she has is not necessarily a nightmare for you to have to deal with? Look, it's not kryptonite to me. She could fight another grappler, as in Miranda Maverick, and still keep her on the floor for three rounds, like 12 minutes of control. So it gets everyone. It's not just the me thing. So, look, I've fought grapplers. I've fought people who are absolutely amazing. I've knocked them out. Just let, let me dance. Yes, let her dance, Jimmy. Jimmy, let her dance. Well, look, we'll uh, we'll see you there Saturday. We have Matt Favola in the waiting room, but uh, you're very, very exciting. And uh, they, they, again, when the putting you on this card, it shows you they have a lot of faith in you, um, and they have a lot of faith in how much the fans love you. So uh, have a great fight on Saturday. You've looked incredible in your last two, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Hey, I'm um, I'm on the ale on Sunday, so if you're a local in Manhattan, come have some Guinness. You're the best. All right, Molly, meet Bob again. Take Good talking to you, Molly. Take care. All our best. Thank you. UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the Neds level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 state. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the Neds website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, she is. Yeah, that, that's an original personality. I like that. Jimmy, yeah. I'll fuck you. Sorry, Jimmy. I'm not going <laughs> to. I will never say that again. I bet no, I'll fight you. That's what they say. Instead of fight, they say fuck. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we got Maddie Favola. Steve yes. Rola Favola. Bring it on in. Bring it on in. I said, Steve Rola Favola. We open the doors. Come on in. Jimmy, I'm going to be visiting you next Thursday at your show. I know you are. That's great. And then I just realized that I'm going to like AC because I got fights that night. So that's going to be a crazy day for me. But I'm yeah. going to go off to, to Strong Island. Are you? Yeah. That's crazy. You want to leave right from the city? Just drive down to AC, take a nap. By the way, his ITAR is 13-0. and 0. He's undefeated. So uh, I'm happy that Matt is getting this uh, fight. This is not an easy fight. He's just crazy enough to get it done. Yep. Oh! Oh, there's Matt. Oh, Maddie, who needs a fucking shirt? This is Sparta! It's not on yet, sorry. Let's do this again now that the audio's working. <laughs> who needs a fucking shirt? This is Spada! Yes? Well, I, I couldn't hear anything. Who needs, a, who needs a fucking shirt? This is Sparta! 
No, I don't. I don't wear shirts fight week. Okay. <laughs> well, do you like do you like uh, the movie Three Hundred? I love it. Fuck yeah, you do, Maddie. Maddie, do you care about this guy not having a zero on his record? Do you give a flying fuck? No, not at all. I love fighting the guys. The last guy I fought was undefeated. This guy's undefeated. You know, somebody's got to humble him, and uh, who better than me? Now, you were supposed to fight. Um, it's Otman, right? Otman, am I saying it right? Otman is Zaytar, yeah. Or Zaytar. Azatar, I'm saying. Oh, is it Azatar? I don't know. You say it. I say Azatar. But, Z- but, but, but I fuck up a lot of names. I'm so I play a lot of video games, and I think of Avatar, so I got to stop saying that. Anyway, Otman. Undefe- Jimmy, don't roll your eyes at me. He's, he can't, I'm not a fucking... You know what I am? Look. What? The dad joke champion. Cut the shit. They don't, they're not all out of the park. But Matt, other people, they see this undefeated record and they're like, fuck my career. What am I going to do? You, and I know this because I know you, you get excited when they don't have a fucking loss. You want to be the first one to give it to them. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. You know, this dude's good. You know, he's good, but I don't, he's, he hasn't been tested. And that, that's what I want to do. I want to really test him. I want to drag him to those deep waters and see if he could swim. But I don't think he can. Not with me. His last three fights, uh, I mean, his last four fights have been stoppages, but the last three have uh, been TKOs in the first round. So I think that you're smart to look at deep waters and how is he going to feel after a grueling uh, first and second round? What's he going to be like going into the third round? Uh, that's probably the smart plan with, with, with him. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, as the fight goes longer, I just I only get stronger. You know, I'm prepared for a three three round war every time I step in there. And uh, and, you know, that's that's what I want to do to this guy. Really, really take him to those deep waters, you know, utilize uh, every aspect of mixed martial arts, show him my striking, show him my wrestling, show him my Sarah BJJ on the ground, you know. And uh, and I think I'm due to strangle someone. So that'd be nice. You have such great fights. Your fight with the tarantula, who was like six foot something. I mean, that, the, I don't, people got to throw you. I want everybody to listen to throw Matt Frivola into the, uh, into the UFC fight pass, fight pass, the, the, the data bank there. And watch some of his fights. Because, dude, you, as far as wars, man, I don't know anybody who has been in so many damn wars. It's almost like a, a battle every time. And that's, I mean, that I think is really going to come into, um, it's really going to help you out in this fight. Because again, Otman is knocking these guys out. How many, how many wars has he been in? And if he has, at what higher level? I mean, how, who are these guys? Because I don't, I'm looking right now. And the last time he, well, did he, how many fights went the distance? We don't even know. You know, because I don't see any in the UFC. Hold on, Matt. I'll look that up. Well, he's two and zero in the UFC. That just they ended it up fast. No, his third. I'm oh, sorry to interrupt you, man. His third round fight was a uh, TKO, but yeah, man, he's gone. That wasn't in the UFC though. He did win a unanimous decision in 2016, but yeah, he spent very little time uh, in the third round. Very little time. Dude, Maddie's had. I mean, uh, Lando over at what's Lando's name? Venata. Yeah. Had, I mean, Maddie's had battle. You know, he hasn't had any easy fights, man. You know, that one dude that was juicing? I don't know if you get that motherfucker. Uh, you know, Maddie didn't, there's no easy fights in the UFC. And you look at Matt Favola's record, and Matt Favola, the guys he fought, that'll show you. So I think everything leads up to now, Maddie. Now is the time. In your backyard, this guy's coming. Yep. And look, just like you said, you know, I, I look at this guy's record, and, uh, you know, he's 2-0 in the UFC. He's undefeated 13-0, and 0 and then the rest of his wins are, uh, you know, wherever, somewhere else. But, like, I look at the guys I fought, you know. This guy is not the toughest guy that I've fought. You know, I've fought tougher guys than this guy. I'm the toughest guy this guy's ever fought. So, you know, I really want to go out there and test them and, and show and show them what's up. You know, he, he's coming to Madison Square Garden. And uh, and we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun fight. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And I, I always wonder, and again, an undefeated fighter, I don't even know if they're aware of it, but when they're fighting, do they ever, does it change anything 
uh, knowing they're undefeated? Like, I, I don't know. Does it change the way they approach anything as it gets later into a fight? Is, is that part of their identity? And I, I don't think I've ever asked anybody that while they were still undefeated. I'm always curious if that changes anything about the way they approach a fight or while they're in a fight. I was I was undefeated. I, I got to the UFC at 6-0. and I was an undefeated amateur. I was 6-0 and as a pro. I got to the UFC. My UFC debut, I got there and I get knocked out in the first round. And, uh, and after that, you know, after that fight, I really had to reassess everything, you know, for that fight. I was like, I don't need to watch tape. I don't need to do nothing. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to steamroll these guys. I'm going to do what I do. You know, it's never failed me before. And then I lost that fight. And uh, I think that was huge in my growth. You know, after that fight, I really became calculated. You know, I talked with Ray, we really sat down and we're like, we need to go into these fights and, and be more calculated. You know, I got a lot of weapons. I got a, at this level, you know, I really have to watch the film, break the guys down and, uh, and have a game plan and be a more calculated killer. You know, I'm always a killer, but I'm a more calculated killer. Hey, I'm sorry, Jimmy, Jimmy, maybe, maybe next time he has it, me and you can get invited to Vervola Fest. <laughs> oh, you're right through, Matt. You already know. I got I got the badminton uh, net set up. For you. Explain, please, to my friend Jimmy what this is. Uh, so so every summer, you know, I live right on the water in Huntington. You know, a beautiful spot in uh, Long Island, and uh, and I have you know I have a nice a big old party every every summer, right around like June July. You know, and it's beautiful out, and uh, and we do we we get after it all day all night. And, and it's always a good time. I always have uh, my, my uh, annually uh, badminton tournament. And, uh, and it's fun. You guys definitely got to come this summer. I suck at badminton. That runs at your, your, your dad's a big party animal there. Oh, uh, yeah. We have fun. We have fun. And he, my, my dad's the gatekeeper on the badminton court. You don't, you don't get a shot at me until you beat my dad on, at badminton. Not to sound like an imbecile, which I've been called. What exactly is badminton? I'm trying to think. Badminton with a D. <laughs> And it's not tennis, but it's like a racket and it's Ooh. almost like a little volleyball net. And you hit this little birdie back and forth. Oh, it's with a birdie. Yeah, with a little birdie. Hey, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie, I have a little birdie. <laughs> yes, I've been, I've been called little bird. Yes. Uh, <laughs> to the discomfort of everyone. <laughs> Jimmy's just going to leave. It. He's just going to just leave one day and not come back. Uh, little birdie. Jimmy. Oh, what is pickleball? Everybody's always trying to get badminton. Yes. People, what is pickleball for people that don't know how to do tennis? Yeah. Or what is it? It, it looks like it looks like it's like tennis and like almost yeah. like just a smaller for, like version of tennis. Uh, but it looks fun. We asked the hard questions played. here on UFC Unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> man, Maddie, listen, man, I'm so fucking excited for you, Jimmy. What else? I mean, this is this is part of a freaking amazing card. Madison Square Garden, Jimmy's going to be there with his nephew. And do me a favor, Matt, when you talk to Coach Longo, it's time to get his hip done. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. I don't want to put him on blast, but I will. He's walking worse than I did when my knees were fucked up, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's still getting it done, though. I mean, he is. He is. But I don't like to see my guy walking like, like that. Yeah. It's depressing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen. <laughs> what else? What else we got, Jimmy? Does it feel? That, I mean, you fought at the Garden before. Um, do you like? And I always ask guys this when they fight in kind of their hometown. Is it? Are, do you like coming from home, or is there something about the road that gives you more peace away from the family and away from like the day to day responsibility? I love fighting at home. You know, uh, especially in New York City, Madison Square Garden. You know, it doesn't get bigger than that for for a kid from Long Island. You know, I'm I'm going to my gas station. I'm going to my local bagel spot, my local deli. I'm like, hey, uh, Steamroll, when's the next fight? And I tell them, you know, Madison Square Garden in November. Right. There, the eyes just light up. Um, you know, I got I got friends, my family, everyone's coming out to the city, uh, and uh, we're, we're gonna have a great time. You know, I also I love traveling. You know, uh, but it's there's nothing like a, a nice fight. Uh, you know, back at home. So I love it. Well, have a great fight, Matt. It's always great. This 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 fight uh, is is an incredible fight. Um, Ottman is very dangerous, but then again, so are you. So yeah, I think you have a great game plan, and uh, I can't wait to see it. I'll be there this week. Fuck yeah, Maddie! 
Bring it home, Maddie. Maddie, there's nothing. I know you like to put the soup bones on them, but there's nothing wrong with bringing home a lamb for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will do. Trust me. Thank you for everything, Matt. You know, I've been getting amazing training at uh, Sarah BJJ with you and with everybody. And, uh, you know, I like to think that's one of my, my second home now. And, uh, 100%, and I love 100%. it. You know, we yeah. all love you, man. We're behind you, Maddie. All right. Let's think. Let's get it done. I'm going to get it done. Thanks, right. guys. Great talking to you as always, man. Take care, Matt. Later. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers up to 8% back on most purchases and it comes with amazing perks. 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that Crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a Crypto.com Metal Visa card on the Crypto.com app using code UFC 25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC 25. It's first come, first serve, so act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. Hey, that he doesn't he doesn't look at that and get he doesn't yeah, that's a kid that don't get intimidated. You know, he's no. just crazy enough to get it done, Jimmy. Yeah. But, uh, and I, again, I, you know, I talk a lot about records and if a guy doesn't do anything, we saw with Tuivasa who had, was undefeated, I want to say 10 and 0, and then he lost three straight, but then he wound up riding the ship. And I, sometimes I think that that's almost this invincible thing that becomes someone's identity. And I didn't think of it in the way Matt just described it, which is, yeah, you don't watch tape as much or you don't do certain things. because you think you're just going to go in there and impose your will? So that was really interesting to hear from him. Alex Behade will be on shortly. As soon as he's uh, in the room, we'll bring him on. He's fighting, of course, uh, Adesanya in the main event. What do you think about that fight? That's a, that's a really, really interesting fight. And it's very hard to pick against Adesanya. But then again, we've seen what, uh, what Pajeda can do with, that, uh, with those four-ounce gloves. I mean, he's very dangerous. Do you think Adesanya will add in a takedown? I mean... And if Maybe. he does, what is the Portuguese word for sissy? Is he going to call him a sissy? Jimmy is so silly. Is he going to call him a sissy? For, is the first person that shoots going to be called, you know, yella? No, I mean, first of all, that's not Adesanya's ground, his game. I mean... Is it possible that he would just to throw it, but for what? To maybe steal the round at the end? Because I don't see him doing tremendous damage on the ground anyway. Why don't you see that, my little bird? I just haven't seen it yet. I, I, I haven't seen it I'm, yet. and it's, I'm, I'm not saying he can't do it. I've just never seen it. Um, he's such a great athlete, but I know I, I think he keeps it standing up. Unless it's at the end of the round, just to make a statement and steal a round. These city kickboxing guys... They're smart. Yeah. Smart. Sorry, that was uh, Fredo from The Godfather. I know who it was. You want, you want to do it? You do it. Not dumb like everyone says. Smart. I want respect. It's the way Pop wanted it. Well, it's not the way I wanted it. That's not how he's Jimmy stopping. Now you're fucking Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, that's how he said it. I was, no, 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 no. That was Clint Eastwood, what you did right there. That's not the way I wanted it. That I wasn't the Fredo. way Pop. By the way. What, what are you going to say? Uh, I guess where I ate. Can you see that on the on the thing? Louis Italian. What is that good? Louis Italian American restaurant. Louis in the Bronx. I meant Louis. It's Louis. Come on, Matt. We talk about the Godfather. Is that a really good place? No, this is the actual head from the movie. Oh, but that's what's the, Louis? That's the horse head from the movie. But who's Louis? Louis is the restaurant that Michael shot Salazzo in. 
That's the actual sign. Now I, now I feel like a shalazzo. That's all right. <laughs> Do you know what we ought to do, Matt, before, uh, sorry, before uh, Alex comes in, let's do a couple of picks. Oh, Jimmy, why not? Let's go. Yeah, I mean, this is such a, an, an incredible card. Um, we can do the main event after we speak with uh, Pajeda. You're right. Maybe it would help. Uh, we'll do the co-main, Carlos Bars against Zhang Wiley. Well, Jimmy, yeah. why don't we just go one before that and do Dustin, and then we'll do three. Dustin Poirier versus Mike Chandler. Let's go. Oh. Uh, sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy. You're steering the ship. What do you, you want to do? This Not thing? at all, buddy. I'm more than willing to do that. Let's we steer together. Our little hands are on top of each other, steering this boat. Yes, right into a cliff. My hands aren't little. Listen to me. Yeah, I'm going. It's Michael Chandler. It's my decision. Sprinkle in the takedowns. There's nothing wrong with them. I you think, and I love Poirier. I think that Chandler. Um, has been so close on a co- I, I think Chandler stops him in the second round. Oh, so we're both together on this. As crazy as that is. Well, you think that Chandler's going to win by a decision. I say he stops him. Well, Jimmy, I know it's crazy, but it's true. Jimmy, if you get stuck between the moon and New York City, you know this song. It's from author. I know it's crazy. Jimmy, hold on. A little head bob. Ready? But it's true. Oh, yeah. ready, author. Ready? No. If you get stuck would be if you get stuck between the moon and New York City. Ooh. I know it's crazy. Yep. Hold on, Jimmy. Ready? Wait for this. Ready? No, I'm not worried. I'm ready? Worried. But no. it's true. But Jimmy, this is cringe. Is it cringe? No, I mean it's cringing? honestly very nice. Thank you. You know what that? Who know who that is? Uh, yes, Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross! Jimmy! Of course I know who that is. Jimmy! Christopher Cross. The women would hear him sing. And then they, they'd end up seeing him. Uh, and then he was a little big. And oh, like, was he fat? I remember. Yeah. I remember. I, I Back in the day, Howard Stern did like a like did a thing about it. He had him on. And he's like, oh man, the girls miss, gets excited, and, and then they they see you. He was kind of rude back in the day. How it's there, he's pretty yeah. funny. They see how fat you are. Like, what do they say? What? And then, and then they see a big fat guy. Yeah. But you know, but but from the movie author, do not the movie author. I, the I like the that, remake better. No, first of all, author two on the rocks. Though, oh, the remake with Russell Brand. Yeah, where they have, uh, yes, oh, uh, Helen. Uh, I forget her name is I, the. Uh, she's not a good. As Hobson. Hobbs, you, there's only one Hobson. And yes, I like that. I like that um, his mom is like, uh, was it his mom or his grandmother's like, listen, you want to get your fortune, you know, marry this one and have an affair with the other one. Basically, fuck the other one, but still get your fortune. Yes. But he didn't want to do it. He wanted Liza Minnelli. And there was a scene when he left the bride, right? Listen to, listen to this scene. UFC Unfiltered Army, yeah. their Instagram, they're going to find this. There's a scene, Jimmy. Hell when right. Arthur at the, at the freaking, what do you call the thing in the, uh, with, at the church? At the church. The altar. The altar. He left this other girl at the altar because it's not a Jimmy. Susan Jimmy. Johnson. Yes, he left Susan Johnson at the altar to go with Liza Minnelli. You know what I mean? Before she yes. had, you know, she was a little wacky back then. But uh, yeah. she looked a little, you know, she looked like she'd be fun in the old, uh, oh. Anyway, but as you little wacky, he caught a fucking shoplifting and stuff. He's like, oh, look at this girl. But anyway, a little dark side. Arr, Susan Johnson ain't get freaky like that. Little shoplifting. But anyway, so Arthur leaves Susan Johnson, Jimmy, at the altar. So the father, Mr. Johnson, does not like this. And he's a fucking psychopath. So he goes in the back. And you hear a commotion. So he like must have thrown him. And see Arthur on the floor. And yes. then... Then, it's, then it's the girl he loves comes in there, Liza Minnelli, and he's like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy, don't, don't oh, this, hold on. Mr. Johnson takes the knife out of the cheese. Do you remember this? Yes, because he thought he that? might want a piece of cheese. No, no, Jimmy, you're being a bad little boy. <laughs> this is what he says. He takes the knife out of the He's mad. So he takes the knife out of the cheese. Then you got Arthur Dudley Moore on the floor. He's going, he's taking the knife out of the Cheese. He doesn't obviously want a piece of cheese. No, of course not. Funny about it. You know, it's so funny because he doesn't want. 
It's a good show. Jimmy, isn't it a good movie? Yes, and the man's name was Burt Johnson, and he says, uh, is this the slut you've disgraced my daughter for? And he's like, and, and, and he's, he's all drunk. He's like, slut! Right, right, right. How's he saying? All, all the, how did Dudley yeah. Moore say it? Slut! <laughs> and everybody in the church hears it. It's a very funny film. It was good. But then they did the old cash grab. They made Author 2 on the rocks. Which was better. And then the it remake was, was the best one. I, I agree with you, Matt. 100%. I say right. you watch the first one. And you pretend the other two didn't happen like I do with a lot of movies. I disagree. I think that's very harsh. Well, Komain, uh, Wang Shali against Carla Esparza. Um, oh, I, I'm, go ahead. I know what I'm doing. Go ahead. Yeah, me too. I, I, I did not love the way... I mean, that Rose Nami Yunus fight was not a good fight. Um, why, why was... Listen, I know. It was well, just no, no real movement, no... That's true. But Carla won. I'm not saying she didn't win, but I just didn't enjoy the fight. And uh, I think that uh, I think Zhang stops her. Um, and I think she stops her in the third. What I think she gets a hold of her and gets one of those fucking rock fists on her and stops her. What does Chris, what does he mean? Being stuck between the moon and New York City. What exactly? I, I know he says it's crazy, but it's true. What is so crazy? What is he talking about? He's talking about Apollo 13. <laughs> where, where they said there was a Jimmy problem had, because no. Jim Lovell couldn't land on the moon and they were between the moon and New York City and they didn't know what to do so they had to use the moon's gravity and trajectory to fire them back. Call the response. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say that she has enough experience now and I feel that she's going to implement her game plan of getting that even if she doesn't get her down get down uh Wei Li and hold her down even if she gets it up and down, if she gets her up against the cage, she's going to choose her openings. If she gets past, this, this is an if, because Zhang Weili is obviously a former champion and, yes. and very, very powerful. Uh, I believe if she gets her grappling early, even if she makes her anti-grapple, the sprawling, the getting up, and it will do enough to slow her down enough to make take a little bit of the little bit of the zing out of her punches where I believe call is going to be able to get a decision. I know it's crazy. You might be right. You might be right. I might be wrong. I might be crazy. But Jimmy, it just might be a lunatic you're looking for. Do you know that Billy Joel originally was going to make Allentown? We're living here in Allentown. Levittown. We're living here in Levittown. It's just not the same. Not the same, and I don't think it really could... uh, This might be a rumor. You guys can look that up, but I'm pretty sure I heard this. And uh, being a Long Island guy, you know. And, you know, we didn't start the fire. was originally going to be we didn't fight the fire. My father... Can I tell you this little story? Sure. My father... By the way, Piano Man. Sorry, Matt. Piano Man, the original name of that? The ukulele fella. Now you, Jimmy... All right, your dad. Sorry, it's not that you can. That that that's the dude, the piano man. Yeah, you know, sing us a song, Mister Uke. What is You're that? You're the ukulele fella. Yeah, the ukulele <laughs> fellow was the original. It was about a guy who played the ukulele in a Long Island bar, and you don't even want to know what Captain Jack because Captain Jack was actually a corporal. Jimmy, my Ooh. father before he became a police officer. Yes, you know, he, he had me very young. He had me at nineteen. Okay. My wife, my, 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 my wife, she wasn't born then. Yes, no. My, my mother, she already had two kids, you know, my sister and my brother from a previous sure. marriage. So then I come along. And so my, my, my sister who's four years older than me, a Billy Joel fan. My, my father used, before he became a cop, worked all night security at uh, CBS in the city. CBS. CVS, the, the pharmacy. No, no, Jimmy. Not CBS. CBS. Oh, okay. The, the um the the television television, sure. television station okay yes. so when he'd work all night so Billy Joel was there because I think he was signed to CBS or doing something so he goes up to him and he goes Mr Joel Mr Joel you have a, a call at the front desk and he's like why well, you know what you're talking about and he's walking out he's like out of a movie he brings him over and he got my my he had my daughter on the phone he woke her up not my daughter I'm out of my mind he had my sister on the phone my mom he called up the house got my sister on the phone and he's like I'm sorry Mr Joel it's my daughter I just wanted to he's a big fan. So he, she, yeah, he was very cool, man. He got on the phone. He goes, oh, you're from East Meadow. Oh, that's like by the jail. He was very down to earth. Oh, that's nice. 
Well, that's a nice little story with the set. Yeah, I've only met him once. I don't know Billy Joel, but he's oh. you know, I, he's just oh. great. I thought you were talking about Ralphie Serra. He loves your sick sense of humor. My father's a sick pervert. Oh, good. Thank oh, you. Like, he goes, Jimmy's he's funny. Thinking. He goes, he's funny. He goes, he's dirty. I go, I know. <laughs> I know. I know you like that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell your dad that's how I really am, too. I'm very happy we got Alex Pajeda. This is great news. Sometimes these little signals get crossed. We're very happy to have uh, Alex joining us. There they are. Now, now that the, the moment is here, you're, you're getting this fight. Did you expect to be fighting for the championship this soon to your UFC career? Well, I expected that to the history, you know what I mean? Well, after this fight, I was, I knew it was probably, probably all be fighting for the belts. Now, I have a question. If Izzy goes for a takedown, is he a coward? Is he yellow? Ask him, my friend, please, my big friend, please. No, I don't think not, because we're talking about MMA, right? Ah, no, we think we talk about MMA. If that's his strategy, good luck. Ah! You know, and obviously, uh, Alex, you've faced pressure before in your career, but this is Madison Square Garden, the main event, fighting for the UFC championship. Is this experience any different for you, or is there any added um, pressure on you uh, for this event as opposed to other ones? Oh, uh, see. Well, absolutely, but... Not something that could, you know, hurt me on the way off pressure or anything like that, but ready for everything. Um, and you, how do you think your approach to Adesanya is different than other fighters' approach to him? You fought him twice, you've won twice. How do you think you're going to approach him differently than other guys in the division have? Well, different than all the other guys, my techniques, the way that I fight. You know what I mean? I'm very loosened up on the cage, very repetitive. So I think I'm, it makes a difference on me and my style. With the history of Madison Square Garden, with the greats like Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier, is he familiar with the history and does it mean anything to be fighting in such a legendary place? Com certeza. É bem lembrado porque eu assisti essas lutas e, pô, eu vou... Well, absolutely. Even fun that you, that you mentioned because say that he wants to put a face on that fight like Joe Frazier. You know, like he used to fight. He wants to go and get it done. And fight on a place that so many legendary names for before he's in all of it. And what, what is Alex's impression of what Israel has accomplished in the UFC? He's Because he's, he's such a well-rounded striker, he's beaten... Uh, ground fighters, he, he's, uh, he's dropped guys like Derek Brunson and, and Paulo Costa, and he can also go the distance with a guy like Cannoneer, uh, Whitaker. What, what is his uh, impression of what Israel has accomplished in the UFC? Well, props to him, well-deserved. You know what I mean? All the five titles that he had, everything that he beat, everything that he conquered. But now I'm here, man. Now I'm here. Every fight is its own unique experience. But fighting him twice and beating him, does he feel that he has his number? Well, everything counts, all the history and stuff, but what's really going to make a difference is how much I train, my strategy, and what I do on that day. Right, because, you know, it's hard to beat somebody three times, but Volkanovski did beat match three times so it is possible to beat somebody three times but you can't rely on the other two fights to dictate what's going to happen on saturday night no well it's a matter of you know styles make make fights right others on a style don't match with alex you know what i mean same way whitaker say verbal is admitted only to say that his style don't match with easy that's it's kind of hard but he's just don't want to say he doesn't want to recognize that but I, like Matt say, Alex got the number. Do you see a lot of differences in him from when you faced him to the tape you've watched now since he's been in the UFC? Do you see a lot of improvements or is his game a lot different or is his movement a lot different? No, no, no difference. <laughs> no difference. Same guy he's saying. That's good. Now, listen, your sister is a martial artist. 
and she's transferring, transitioning to from kickboxing like yourself to mixed martial arts. How exciting is that? Are you excited for that for her debut in mixed martial arts? She's training really good. I'm excited for her. You know what I mean? She's young on, on the sport of fighting. She's young on the sport of MMA, but I know she's going to do super well. What did your parents think of that, that you're both fighting? Well, no, my parents, they understand. You know what I mean? They know it's hard. They know fighting, anything can happen. And they, they saw me fighting before. You know, they know anything can happen. Father being some corners for him already. Now he's going to be corner him this Saturday too. So it's going to be cool. And, and uh, knockouts are great, and everybody loves an early knockout. But do you think that the fight with Bruno Silva that went the distance was helpful for you uh, to, to go the distance? Was that a good learning experience, or was there anything valuable in that fight for you because you went the full fight? Well, absolutely helped me to see what I'm capable of. Obviously, going there just knock everybody out. All those three fights would have been easier, but knowing that I can go three rounds and anything can happen in a dangerous way, it's good to me to see what I can do. And uh, last question is, ha has the pacing, or, or, or again, you're obviously a very trained athlete, but this is a five-round fight. And and what is is the approach any different, or do you think that he is going to try to bring you into, into later rounds? Do you think that that's going to factor in for his strategy at all? Adesanya's, I mean. Well, the fact that he been saying stuff makes like he wants to bring the five to the five rounds, but... I train hard. I, 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 I'm ready for everything. For me to get tired in five rounds, I gotta throw more, more hit, more strikes than he does. I'm very patient, very, you know, pick my style. So I'm ready for anything, bro. Alex, uh, congratulations on on such a, a, a fast rise and, and such great fights so far. And uh, good, good luck on Saturday. This is an incredible main event. Everybody is looking forward to this. And and uh, you know, I hope I hope you have a great fight. Thank you, Matt. Okay, thank you guys very much. Appreciate it, and, and good luck on Saturday. Jimmy, I was going to tell you, you match eyes with him. He, he, he looks through, even through the Zoom, he looks through you. That's a, that's a type of stare that if you're in a nightclub and you have to... Jimmy, don't, look, don't, don't, don't stare no. him down, Jimmy. No. Although Adesanya, Adesanya's fearless too. I mean, he wasn't afraid of Paulo Costa. He wasn't afraid of Yoel Romero. He's not afraid of Brunson or Kennedy. I, I don't think he's afraid of anybody. I mean, and I, I, I'm so excited. And by the way, I'm so sorry excited. to interrupt you. Matt. I think that because Costa is so dangerous and kind of intimidating when he met with Adesanya. And I think that they had that exchange and he realized Adesanya is not intimidated at all. Um, and I, I don't Jimmy, think he's intimidated by Alex either. You're not, and Alex is not going to be intimidated no, by him. No, no, I the, totally agree. This is what I'm going to say. Israel Adesanya, this is his home. Don't get me wrong, Alex Pereira. I think Israel Adesanya is going to be circling away from that left hook saying, you got to beat me with, you have to beat me with the right side because that left hook, I'm not going anywhere near it. And don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if you see some sort of takedown, some sort of rolling leg lock, Asha Garami. These city boxing guys, they're not like me. They're smart. Mm -hmm. So I say Israel Adesanya by decision. I'm going to pick you up with my big arms, Jimmy. Wow. You're going to be like this. And you're going to go, put me down, put me down. I'm going to go, But go ahead. <laughs> I am taking, Jimmy? since you're taking him, and you take Israel by decision. Yes. Uh, I will take Alex Pajeda by okay, this is exciting. <laughs> stoppage. Sometimes, Jimmy, your little mannerisms, I want to reach right through my Zoom and get a hold of that cheek and you go, <laughs> it's like the annoying uncle that used to squeeze it too hard. Jimmy, uh, this is going to be a great fucking card. It's this. Yeah, it really, of course it is. But since you're picking, I, in all honesty, I probably would have picked Israel to oh, yeah. win because until he loses, I can't pick against him. And then the Blahovich fight, even he was so, he was still Blahovich. I think that fight hurt Blahovich more than Israel as far as perception is concerned. So this is fucking exciting. It's exciting. Can we give a proper plug for it before we get out? All right. 281, as you know, I, I will be there. Uh, hopefully, uh, I have requested the boss 
to get me tickets and I'm, I'm hoping they are good seats near the boss, but uh, I can't wait. Uh, it's in Madison Square Garden. The early prelims, which fucking yes, I'm going to be there. We don't care about West Coast time. 6 p.m. Eastern time. It's New York time. The early prelims, the fucking prelims are 8 o'clock. The main card is 10 o'clock on pay-per-view. Honestly, Frankie Edwards uh, uh, kind of swan song Frankie fight um, against uh, Chris. Frankie, I'm sorry. Frankie Edwards? Uh, oh, that's, oh, Frankie Edgar. Jesus, I say Frankie Edgar. Sorry. Uh, Frankie Edgar, of course. Uh, and Dan Cooker is fighting uh, Claudio uh, Puelas to open up the main uh, main card. I'm talking very quickly. But we all love Frankie. And uh, the fact that he's going out in New York, uh, I mean, who, is, who isn't happy for him? And I just hope Frankie Edgar has a great fight. We love Frankie Edgar. He's a legend regardless. He's a future Hall of Famer and everything else. Dominic Reyes, Ryan Spann, uh, a fucking mechanic against Blanchfield. This is such a good card. Matt Frivola, of course. Uh, Carolina Kovalkiewicz's fight. It's just an incredible card from top to bottom. So uh, start at 6 o'clock. Get your friends. Eat your fat fucking face off and watch these fights and get the pay-per-view. Jimmy, love you so much. I will talk to you. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.